Welcome to From the Den Podcast, providing Bears and NFL fans alike with compelling news, discussion, and debate. I'm your co-host, Benjamin, joined alongside my dear friend and co-host, Orin. Hey, Benjamin, let's get right into it. As always, kickoff starts now. Welcome to this special clip of From the Den, where today we have a special guest, the Windy City Production. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I think we're both doing well. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so we're going to be talking about the Foles versus Trubisky quarterback competition. We already did this a bit in some other videos, but I'm interested in your insight. Uh, for those of you who yeah. don't know, the Windy City Productions has a YouTube channel with around 15,000 subscribers. So we're really excited to have you on here, like Oren said. But we are just interested in knowing um, who do you think will get the starting job, Trubisky or Foles, and who do you think should? For sure. So I gave this I gave this answer on like another podcast I was on too. So there's two different answers I can give, right? There's one I can give based on my heart and one that I can give based on my head. If you ask me based on my heart who I want to win this job, it's definitely Mitch by far. I mean, we drafted this kid number two overall a couple of years ago. We invested so much energy into him. It's better for the franchise overall if this kid actually succeeds because, you know, we've had so much of an investment in this guy. But if you ask me based on my head who I think is going to win, it's probably going to be Nick Foles um, based on, you know, how much experience he has in a system like this. You know, he worked with a lot of the coaches as well. Um, you know, John DiFilippo, I think Matt Nagy was there too uh, in, uh, in Philadelphia when he was there, Nick Foles. So he has a lot of experience working with these guys. And, you know, I feel like experience in this point in time, it's going to be vital for a team like the Bears because – now we can't really – we're not going to wait that long to win games anymore, right? We're not going to be okay with these rookie mistakes that Trubisky is still making sometimes. We need somebody that has experience in these situations, knows how to win playoff games, you know, has seen a lot of different defensive coverages. And I think that that's what Nick Foles really gives you, right? Because he's been here for a long time. He's had a lot of success too. Um, not that much with the Jaguars, obviously, or the Rams or the other teams he was on, but – in this type of system, if you give him a good defense, if you give him, you know, good receiving options, um, I think he can get the job done. So I would say most likely it's going to be Nick Foles based on that. But, man, I want Trubisky to win, obviously. What do you guys think? Um, well, yeah, that's interesting. That do you, like, do you think that Ryan Pace has given up on Trubisky yet in signing uh, Nick Foles? Or do you think that he still has some dignity left in him since he was the guy who drafted Mitch and it's kind of like his biggest – Yeah. Like his most I don't think he's given up on him per se because I feel like if he gave up on him, he would go after somebody else that would kind of have a higher chance of winning the job. Like you think like, Foles could be a mentor, or like just have deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Foles is also the type of guy that if he doesn't win the job, right, he's not going to be that mad. Like if we yeah, got somebody, for example, like Cam Newton, right? I know a lot of people want Cam Newton. I feel like Cam Newton would not be happy being the backup behind Trubisky. If you get what I'm saying, like Foles. You know, he's going to be content, I feel like, if he doesn't win that job. He's going to be okay with just riding on the bench and doing what he can for the team. Um, but, like, Newton and, like, some other QBs that we wanted, like, they would probably want to start. So, I feel like in that, if you look at it from that point of view, getting Foles, um, it doesn't push Trubisky. I mean, it does obviously push Trubisky, but it doesn't make things, like, too uncomfortable if, if he doesn't win. Um, forget what I'm saying. Yeah, that's an interesting point because Nick Foles has yeah. really been a career backup. So, yeah, I, yeah. I definitely agree with that. If he doesn't get the job, he's not going to 
like he's he's he got benched last year for Minshew or really I guess he wasn't benched mm-hmm. because he got injured but still like yeah he has experience with this type of stuff so for sure. yeah definitely <clears throat> that's something to consider that I wasn't thinking about mm-hmm. um yeah and I would say about this whole competition is that like you said you want Mitch to win I think it's better for this franchise it's better for all Bears fans that if Mitch wins but as you've seen by all the moves Ryan Pace has made this year He's trying to win this season and maybe next season. He's not trying to win in the future. And Trubisky, the way he's playing, you know what? He might be a good quarterback in two or three years, but it feels like that might take a bit of time. And he's still, like, the rookie mistakes he's making, it still feels like he's making them over and over, while Nick Foles, he's not going to make those. So in the long mm-hmm. term, Trubisky is the, is the quarterback that you would want. But I'm not sure that at this point for the this Bears team – that Trubisky is the right is the right quarterback. Oh, I agree with that 100%, man. Like, I feel like Trubisky on a different team, maybe in a different system, he could have a lot of success. If you take a look at a guy like, you know, Ryan Tannehill on the Titans, you know, so many years I'm into his career. Or, you know, there's a lot of quarterbacks that, like, later in their career, right, that's when they have success. I feel like potentially Mitch could be that that type of guy if he doesn't have success with us. Um, Obviously, I hope he do, but... Yeah, you're right. Like, we can't wait at this point. Like, we have such a good defense. Um, we have some playmakers on offense, too. Like, our time to win a Super Bowl is now. So, um, yeah, I agree. If, you know, if Foles gives us the chance to win right now, we would definitely go with Foles. Yeah, but there's also some concern in that. I feel some people might think that Nick Foles is overhyped since he really yeah. had that. He had that one great year in 2017 with oh, yeah. the Super Bowl MVP thing, but he didn't win a game last year when he started. So, mm-hmm. people act like... Some people like to say, you know, like Nick Foles would be the better quarterback easily or you just come in and play great. But really, there could be yeah. a concern that Foles would be even worse than Trubisky. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, like the options they had on the Jaguar squad, like they weren't good at all. He didn't really have many people to throw to. Right. And yeah, I get what you're saying. Like Gardner Minshew did have more success there. But, you know, I don't know. It's tough to say, really. Like I feel Jacksonville like just is just an example, but I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. Some people could say, I'm just playing devil's advocate here or whatever. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, he's just, like, he's been a backup for a reason for all this time. So, we shouldn't yeah, be agreed. too quick to jump on, like, the Foles bandwagon, yeah. I guess. That's, That's why I'm not writing off Trubisky completely. Like, I'm still giving him somewhat of a chance, but I just think the favorite right now is Foles. Yeah, and what I think is an interesting idea is that I think that Trubisky is a player who thrives off of confidence. You can see some games, like, for example, this year, when he played, obviously he had a great game against the Redskins. He came back, he got hurt against the Vikings, so you couldn't really see what he was going to do. But against, he had a good game against the Lions, came back the next week and had his best game of the year against the Cowboys. It, mm-hmm. and it feels like he's a player who thrives off of confidence. If he has a bad game, it's he's a, a very he's inconsistent and he thrives off of confidence. So I think that would you consider, if you were to start Nick Foles and Nick Foles started doing bad, what would be like a situation you would do? Because the whole Bears mm. confidence in Trubisky would have been gone by that point. So I think that Trubisky would be playing pretty poorly considering that he has just no confidence at all. Right. Like just yeah. adding on to that question. Sorry. One sec. Yeah. yeah go ahead. Um, like Nick Foles is a guy who's always been used to coming in for other players. Whereas mm. like what Owen was saying, Trubisky tries to drive off of confidence and that whole thing with, you know, turning off the TVs, like, I don't think he's very great when he's under scrutiny. So if he gets benched for Foles, coming back might be more of a struggle. Like Trubisky filling in for Nick Foles might be a harder 
transition than the opposite. Whereas like giving Mitch a shot and he doesn't work, then I think Foles could come in and still be a good player. That's an interesting point. I I, I think I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I don't know if you guys watched this interview recently. Did you watch Trubisky's interview with the media? It was like two weeks ago, right? But um, he seemed like a really confident, like, new person. I mean, obviously, that's only from the comfort of his own house. So it's not really telling that much. But he seemed pretty confident. He seemed pretty, like, okay with the whole situation. So I don't know. I feel like either way, he might be okay. Um, if Foles wins the job, and, you know, he does badly and then Mitch comes in. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, he would not have the most confidence because he didn't start the season. But he would also have something to prove, right? Like, he didn't get chosen. Now he wants to, you know, come back and revive his career. Like, he would have stuff to prove either way. Um, but I do agree. Like, if he started the season, um, if Trubisky did, I feel like that would be probably a more easy transition, especially considering the fact that, you know, we're playing the Lions week one and, like, we have a pretty easy schedule um, yeah. the first four weeks. So I feel like the first four weeks, like, any quarterback could have success. So it might not really matter who we choose the first four weeks. But after that, you know, we would want the better quarterback um, in play. Right. And then just the flip side of that, because I'm just looking at all the sides of this here, is that if Trubisky does come in and even with the easy schedule we lose, that's basically mm -hmm. a waste of a season. You don't want to – have to oh yeah for like sure. as an experiment or whatever if that doesn't oh, yeah. work out then it's, it's wasting a season just to see if like the quarterback that they drafted still mm -hmm. has something left in him so there's another thing to consider i guess yeah i agree with that yeah yeah and one thing that i think is interesting to look at is that um trubisky he said like a bunch of his teammates alan robinson demetrius harris david montgomery Tariq cohen have all been working out with him and I think that it's interesting that like some of his teammates have chose to work out with Trubisky rather than Foles. So do mm -hmm. you think that like, I think that partially the confidence from his teammates is making him more confident, just Trubisky, because you could tell he was very confident, way more confident than anyone would, ex would expect him to be. So do you think that like just him practicing with the players and the players choosing Trubisky over Foles would like actually have a big part in the Foles Trubisky. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, that's definitely a good point you bring up. Like the relationships Trubisky built over the past three years, those definitely do mean something like being quarterback in the NFL. That's like one of the toughest jobs in all of sports. Right. So you have to really know your teammates. You have to know them well, like know, what their likes and dislikes are. So yeah, he has the upper edge when it comes to relationships with his teammates. But I also feel like if Foles is the better player overall, it won't really matter. Um, those relationships won't matter that much, right? Because Trubisky last year, he did struggle a lot, like hitting even open targets down the field. That's something that he missed um, quite frequently. So if Foles can do that right off the bat, I feel like it won't matter that much. But yeah, you're right. The relationships... You know, they do mean something right now. Like right now, the teammates, his teammates do believe in him still. Um, I heard like Alan Robinson, he's still saying good things about Trubisky. Uh, like you said, they're working out together. So, you know, that's going to be a place where Foles, if he wants to win the job, he's going to have to work really hard earning his teammates trust. But I wouldn't doubt his ability to do so. So, yeah, to answer your question, I mean, yeah, Trubisky does have the upper leg, but, you know, Foles could take it back anytime based on his play. Yeah, yeah, something I would add on to that is basically what you were saying. Just because Trubisky has spent three years or, you know, like two and whatever years 
But these guys doesn't mean that they necessarily have a positive outlook on him because if mm-hmm. he isn't making accurate passes, like you were saying, he was missing a lot of open passes downfield. And that could honestly make the players more like want to be with Foles more. So it's easy to yeah. say that, oh, the players want to be with Trubisky because they've had him more. And I think that mm-hmm. is generally true, but also just have to take into account not all the players might have such a great relationship with Trubisky right now. Oh, I agree. And and people that maybe don't like Trubisky right now on the roster, I feel like most people do like him. Most players like him. But mm-hmm. if you don't like him, like you would probably not want to say that out loud. Like you don't want to ruin the team chemistry. So yeah. we really don't know what all the players are thinking, maybe. Yeah, and one last thing. I, I read this somewhere. I didn't, I didn't hear that it would happen, but I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Would you be – Trubisky has been – He's been clutch and not clutch game after the other. He's had very good games under pressure and had bad games under pressure. But Foles, you can tell he strives under pressure. So would you think that, first of all, would you ever consider having Trubisky in like three-fourths of the games and Foles in the last fourth quarter, depending on the score? Or maybe put in Foles during the playoffs or if you need like a late playoff run, putting Foles in, even if Trubisky is doing well, would mm-hmm. you ever consider that? Because it's a big the big deal to change quarterbacks, but also Foles would just fit the situation better. Yeah, personally, I wouldn't because, you know, it's really tough to change quarterbacks, right? That's like a major change you're making. If things are clicking, I would personally just stick with what's working. But yeah, you're right. Like Nick Foles has way more playoff experience. He has a lot more success in the playoffs. Maybe he does also strive better under pressure. You know, I always think about, like, what if Trubisky starts the whole season, he gets injured for the playoffs, and then Nick Foles comes in. Like, that could be a possibility. But if that doesn't happen, you know, I would probably just stick with whoever's in because you don't want to mess something up that's, you know, working, right? Like, that would be just getting too cute, in my opinion. But Yeah, I I definitely agree with that, too. Because, I mean, Nagy is known for getting cute. But, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) Um, I don't think we're like the Ravens with Flacco where they were subbing in Lamar Jackson. Oh, (laughs) no. No, yeah, I don't see the, uh, this offense being able to work like that. If something's working, like if one quarterback's doing well, just leave them in. If they're not, sub them out. And like also, it's about like a quarterback, you can't expect a quarterback to come in right away and be amazing. It might take like mm. a quarter or a game or something to develop confidence. But if you're all, if you're constantly switching back and forth, back and forth, depend, like if like at the slightest time that one of the quarterbacks does badly, then mm. I don't think either of them will reach their full potential. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for coming on again. This is yeah, no problem, man. That was a lot of fun. Yo, if any of my fans are watching this, go subscribe to them, man. Putting out great content. And yeah, you guys subscribe to the Windy City. Thank you so much. Bear down. Yeah, bear down. Awesome. Bear down. If you enjoyed this episode of From the Den, please remember to comment or leave a review depending on your listening platform. Or if you're a Packers fan, remember to write some nasty reviews and comments. Thanks for listening and bear down.